When there is no more room in hell, the oxen plugged will walk the earth. I'm Crispy Kraut, and I'm here for your brains. Uh, I am Mr. Is... Jaywit. <laughs> I'm Alien. Uh, Maze U's over here. Straw, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep sure. it to one syllable in case it cuts. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of one syllables, the subject tonight are uh, everyone's favorite monosyllabic, uh, shambling, uh, ne'er do wells, zombies. Zombies Zim, is two Zim, syllables. Zim zam zombinos. Everyone's favorite. Mm. <laughs> zombies. Zombies is two syllables. Damn it. I would like to start out by the, the zombies are something that I definitely have a uh, take very seriously. Uh, and I, I have a bit of a bone to pick with uh, people that say zombies aren't real, zombies can't happen, there will be no zombie apocalypse. Uh, no, what they're talking about is The Walking Dead. And I, my hypothesis is that there is a difference between zombies, which can be real, and the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead or the Undead. These are resurrected, deceased individuals. That is fiction. Those are, th those are the things of horror tales. That is not real. Zombies don't necessarily have to be dead. These are simply, quote-unquote, brainless, shambling shells of human beings. And we already have examples of how they or a zombie type thing exists in nature. And mm -hmm. thoughts. Is this when I talk about Jeffrey Dahmer? Okay. Um, uh, he he made zombie people or tried to. Uh, he tried it. It didn't go well, and he's yeah. He, yeah. he wasn't exactly a doctor, was he? Yeah, he's he wasn't really a... in. Yeah, okay. um, he was hungry. I, well. That yes. anyway, but, yeah. Before we get off yes. the topic, yes. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead. What What do you mean by people that are living zombies, basically, or just people that are? Are you talking about people like addicted phones? Is this where we get into like an old man rant? Well, he is okay. that age. Is everyone <laughs> familiar with the zombie ant fungus? Yeah, oh, talking about the cordyceps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm not sure. For the audience who may not know. Yes. The uh, Ophiocorceptus unilateralis, commonly known as a zombie ant fungus, is an insect pathogenic fungus that infects a certain type of ants in the forest and particularly in the jungle. And it grows in them and begins to take over their nervous system and essentially begins driving their bodies. So they no longer are in control of themselves. And when it reaches close to its maturity, it stimulates a drive and a desire in the ant to climb as high as it can in the jungle, in the canopy. And then just before the fungus reaches complete maturity, it causes the ant to bite down and essentially lock itself in place. At which point, the fungus begins to rapidly mature and, and grow a stalk out of the back of the head or the neck, sometimes, of the ant, which has now died and become locked in place. And then that stalk will sprout a little, whatever the fuck you call it, that eventually will expand and release the spores, dispersing the said virus, uh, fungus back onto the canopy floor for it to, to that's how it creates its reproductive cycle. Oh, There's also fun. some other parasites that affect other animals, uh, particularly other insects, that essentially will hollow out their body from the inside while still leaving their nervous system, allowing them to still move and function and locomotive. Are you talking so, about those wasps that like inject their young into... Uh, that's one too. Yeah, um, I don't have the name for it. So I hypothesize now, although zombie, the zombie ant fungus um, is not uh, affect humans. Well, it's not, yeah, it's real. But it, it's, it, as far yeah. as we know, there's no evidence of it affecting humans. The human body temperature is a little bit too high for it. I, I, I feel like there's a bit of a other few differences between a, an ant and a human. But the thing is, we have yeah. examples in 
nature of multiple examples of a zombie type virus or parasite or something that can control other creatures. It is, although unlikely, I hypothesize that it is possible that you could potentially do something like that similar to a human being, therefore creating zombies. Walking Dead is reanimated corpses using some sort of nefarious Cthulhu-like magic or otherworldly power, uh, which is not real. So I'm throwing out the Walking Dead or the undead versus zombies. I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, if, if the only way to get infected by a zombie is by bite, um, zombie apocalypse would be over very quickly. Yeah. Because that yeah. is a very inefficient way of spreading a contagion like that. Yeah. Uh, well, you, like, with I mean, think think about when you see a rabid animal. Like, are you gonna go near it? Like, fuck no. You're gonna like shoot it or call someone to shoot it. You know. And that's that's also yeah. That's also assuming that the person who is encountering it actually knows what it is and is smart yeah. enough to not now, do anything stupid. I, I will say the idea of a fungus uh, being the means of a zombie infection, that could be an interesting angle to it, too, because the body could release spores after a certain point. And that mm-hmm. could be a means of infection. If it's airborne, that's a very easy way of it being uh, infectious, you know. Yeah, and you're not it, likely to notice when you're initially infected, allowing you to... Yeah continue to and and if somebody is initially infected it's not going to be as obvious you know if you've got a rotting obvious dead person coming at you you know that's probably something you should avoid if it's just jim across the street who's walking up to you with a little bit of a blank look but he's not you know dead and you know leaking body fluids all over the place you're probably not going to be that surprised or uh or or scared of him you know, until he gets too yeah. close and he spores you. Or it's yeah. just you know, Now, another reason why I firmly believe that it is possible that one day we will have to face a zombie apocalypse, and yes, that is a word, is there is an official U.S. Department of Defense Strategic Command document called Con Plan 8888, which is known as the Counter Zombie uh, Defense Plan. They have actually drawn up methods and a strategy of how to defend the United States against the zombie attack. That is well, that's not that is real. Yeah, they but that's with plans for everything. Really oh, yeah. They, I don't like, think we should consider DARPA. Oh, we got gorillas here. What's the plan for that? Like they'll, they'll come up with plans for whatever, <laughs> man. <laughs> Well, yeah. Darpa's answer is always quantum, uh, quantum microwave um, or nuclear. It's one of the it, three. Okay, if, if we start the quantum argument again, this is when I start drinking gin because uh, <laughs> make sure to add. I want to think about quantum shit. Cucumber. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if we want to get really stupid, we can try and bring Star Wars into this and talk about Project oh. Blackwing. That, oh, you mean the Death I, Troopers? Can I just oh, say yes. that I was not a. I've never read the book, I will say this, but I do not... The idea of, like, zombies like that in Star Wars, I was just thought was kind of, meh. I don't think zombies need to belong in Star Wars. Well, eh, you know, I... there was... Zombies became such... It became a big deal in the mid-2000s when oh, Walking I Dead... I was when there. Walking Dead came out and zombie <laughs> was everywhere. And so you had oh, yeah. the, the Star Wars book about, you know, the Star Destroyer where you know, was taken over by some sort of zombie virus and all, you got all these Mm -hmm. zombie stormtroopers and stuff. Then you had the uh, Marvel zombie stories, um, which they rolled rolled into the What If movie series that came out, uh, which, you know, I find kind of interesting. Um, And then, of course, there was the Walking Dead phenomenon, which, you know. Still goes going. Well, you know. They're still making it. They're still making TV shows. The book series, however, ended, um, which and the book series was, of course, as anything else, far superior to the show. Um, but what but for me, what really kicked it off in my head, I mean, of course, you've got uh, uh, Romero, right? Uh, it, no, I disagree. So I believe the first zombie movie is. Oh, I think it's like a, what? 
No, I I got up to get a drink and I came back and we're like going back to the origin of zombies. I'm like, oh Jesus so, Christ! No, the first zombie movie <laughs> is white Time zombie. For history lesson. They're a, they're the 1932 uh, movie. More mm-hmm. was it more human than a human? <laughs> um. So okay. <laughs> no, I can... it was no. So historically, uh, zombies were considered the masses. Um, uh, they were people who were, uh, had like voodoo magic literally placed on them to forget their name and everything about them. And then they oh, became yeah. mindless automaton. That's right. It's yeah, like that, that, uh, what is it, scopolamine? Where it'll put, like, put you in a trance and you're very, uh, open to suggestions. So people do that and, like, make you, like, go empty your bank account and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Or, so, oh, you know. That was the the basis. That's or the f- damage. Yeah, yeah. That um, was the basic idea of it, at least. Nineteen thirty-two yeah. White Zombie, starring yep. Bella Lugosi. Oh sweet! I do actually need to sit down and watch that movie. Is it dumb that I got? I had to do a college class about zombies. That sounds no, like an easy. Not credit, at all, man. I no. think that was brilliant. So okay, it- my personal opinion is that every single fear. Is based in something in reality. Yeah, people don't have yep. fears about things that aren't reasonable. So, you if, yes. So, if you have a long-term fear, something that's been going on for fifty years, then that means the society has had that fear for, say, fifty years. Mm-hmm. That is a reasonable uh, comparison to to say, why are people afraid of zombies? What is the question behind it? Is it an infection? Is it the loss of self? Is it the nature of like of mass humanities? And that's a fair question. Like I don't have an answer, but like yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it has to do yeah that that loss of self, that mm-hmm. losing of individuality, and being taken mm-hmm. over as a mob. Because if you think about it, if, yeah, I mean, yeah, the first. Right, white zombie, nineteen thirty-two. But the he's about loss of control. But the movie yeah. that really kind of put zombies in the zeitgeist, that really kind of set them as a genre, particularly as a horror genre, was Night of the Living Dead by Romero, which yes. was yeah. in sixty-eight, yeah. which came out right in the middle of the Cold War, when we were all worried about communism and having to stop the commies, having to do this and mm-hmm. that. And I think there's a parallel there in that. The fear of communism was that you lose your individuality, you lose your choice, and that most of your communist countries at that time, you know, you had Russia, um, you had China that was going communist, uh, were these large, massive populations where they're just, but they were, they lacked the free, quote, quote, unquote, freedom of America. So I think that's part of that, that mental zeitgeist of they were kind of relating that, you know, if we don't push back this communist thing, then we're going to lose ourselves. We're going to we're going to become these these mindless hordes that don't have choice and freedom uh, like they do. I think Where there's a big part come in. That's the scary part. So <laughs> I, do all, I actually just had a quick realization. Um, you know how in the Night of the Living Dead, everyone sort of laughs at the fact that like it was a Venus probe that like returned and brought super bad radiation. Yeah, that who were the only people who actually went to Venus were the communists. That was Russia. The oh, picture, shit. The only pictures that we have of the surface of Venus is from Russian side. Yeah, you're right. Yep. They so, sent multiple ones. Yes. They're very beautiful Weird. pictures, too. But, like, I think that's a fair, like, a much more reasonable sort of, like, no, this is based in more reality. That's an interesting yeah. thought. I mean, well, also the idea of, like, a... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, I the idea of it like a spaceborne virus. I mean, it's almost like the Andromeda strain in a sense. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I mean, when the Apollo astronauts first came back from the moon, uh, the first several for several missions, they all had to go into like a week or two week quarantine before mm-hmm. they were after they came back because there were fear that they could be bringing shit back from the moon, and that didn't start oh, until yeah. 1969. So. They we didn't really know what was out there. There was still a lot of fear, a lot of concern. Also, remember, 
um, it was right around this time that the Fantastic Four first came out, where oh, they yeah. first went yeah. out in space and were exposed to cosmic Radiant. rays, which then mutated yeah. and changed them. So, you know, there was a lot of that. I think there's some of that healthy anti-communism fear and then that fear of the of the unknown of what was gonna, we were going to bring back from outer space. Um, yeah. Also, shortly before that, or not that long before that, in 1956, the first invasion of the body snatchers, oh, which could also yes. in some yes. way could be con yes. also considered part of that zombie thing. Plus communism. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could see it. Well, yeah, that It too, always is the you know, commies. Yup. Here's a thought. Um, I, there's there's another kind of zombie that I've been thinking of this uh, entire time, and that's the idea of being reanimated by technology. At what point does bringing a, somebody back from the dead as a cyborg become a zombie? I mean, that's basically what the Strog are in Quake, which is one of I, my favorite you, examples. Yeah. Just, they're basically just like reanimated I flesh. I disagree. You know? Yeah. And the animated, um, uh, oh, what's the hell was that movie called that Marathon stole the hell out of? Um, it's literally that, but the people who are, you know, turned into zombies are still sentient and just all borged out. Yeah, just the idea of, like, necrotic flesh brought back by technology like like mechanical zombies i really like the idea of but see I, that gets into the whole thing is to me a zombie is still alive yeah. if you die and they bring you back whatever means they use to bring you back you are now not a zombie you are now the undead yeah, the, which mm -hmm. the other thing that i'm the other I thing see. that i okay so you're 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 more saying that you'd have to be still alive then in order to become yes. a zombie okay yeah. Yeah. To me, the um, difference is also a loss of control. Um, with yeah. when you're uh, when you're taken over by a robot machine telling your body what to do, you are acting under a greater intelligence. Like there is someone pointing you at a thing. So here's a thought. Then does that mean the Borg are is technically zombies and cops? Hmm. <laughs> yes. I think they are. They're acting it. They're because they're alive, and acting on from a group consciousness. They no longer are in individually in control of themselves. So in a way, yes, they are a hive mind group consciousness of zombies. I think that. Well, would what be about a fair the assessment. bold queen, the silly character? <laughs> that, that I I think is the dumbest oh, yeah. bit that they added. Yeah, I, the, I, the board should have just remained a, a totally oh, yeah. collective. No, I agree, was. but. I have to point it out. Yeah. Look, all I'm mm. saying is like she's she's basically just like a head and a spine. So I I guess yeah, if you're into basically. that kind of thing. Uh, so that was at least somewhat the history, badly the history of zombies. Um, we were talking about <laughs> history that time. Where, time. I where somewhat, are we yes. now in terms of zombies? Because. Zombies are um, over only going away in and out. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the oh, oh, speaking of the cordyceps, I mean, The Last of Us now has an HBO TV series, so zombies are still around. I don't think they're going to go away, but I definitely think they went through a huge fad back at like. And aren't the the, the clickers or whatever the hell aren't they actually spread by a yes. fungus? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're lipsets. They like bloom weirdly too. Yep. Yeah. So it's a different type of zombie, but it is. It, 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 all I metrics, think since yes, yeah, since Night of the Living Dead, I don't think they've ever quite gone away. Um, and I think it's one of those things that I don't think ever truly is because it's kind of that base level fear thing. Like we can all, you know, whether we're scared of vampires, whether you're scared of, you know, killer clowns from outer space, or or whatever it is that you find particularly frightful. I think it's on some base human level, we all fear that loss of control, that being turned uh, turned from being what we recognize as human. I think we can all recognize, or, or the classic zombie trope, you know, of them being, you know, hungry for brains or human flesh, that fear of being consumed. I think that's why it'll never quite ever go away. Don't fear the reaper, baby. Or, you know... Uh living example of what you will turn into eventually 
a mass of deep flesh coming to bring you down to their level. That's a good well, point. Walking dead. You know, oh, the zombies no. represent the inevitability that we will all die and rot. I mean, that's that is the ultimate end game for all of us. So, in in some way, zombies are the living undead example of what our ultimate we're end game. Good is. points, aren't we? <laughs> I was going to say, oh, we're yeah. getting real heavy right now. And... Yeah. No no wonder why Papa Nurgle loves zombies so much. I knew there was a reason for that. <sighs> I don't know. I still so, think, in general, John, with Chaos Gods of Law or Gods of Law. You, you could have just stopped that. I think Warhammer should have blanked because that... Like, <laughs> every, everything after that is both valid and, and correct oh god yeah that that is a whole other podcast that we can talk about so i i, I need to oh. go on a bit of a of a rant yes oh. all right serious and on this podcast what yeah um <laughs> i have a very large bone to pick um there was a brilliant brilliant book written a few years ago uh, by one Max Brooks, son of Mel Brooks, called War Z. And it is a brilliant anthology-style book, um, for anyone who has not read it, that tells little vignettes from different perspectives of lots of different people throughout a zombie outbreak. And it is written entirely realistic it is written with the emotional toll it is written with what really would probably happen it like a even up to the... yeah, yeah it's exactly there's, there's geopolitics that factors into it there's economics there's all sorts of things that factor into the yeah. Yeah, immigration in, envi- the environment the fact the environment, that zombies yes. in canada freeze solid for half the year yeah so that you can move around at that time but then when they thall yeah. out you kind of got to move on i have world War Z on my shelf and i loved reading that book it was such a great book but oh i'm getting there i, I was I'm gonna say there. i know you're um, going I, with this actually i i, I do have one the other brilliant- thing um i read that book when i was a uh-huh. teenager and probably too young that terrified me for a long while I, I yeah, yeah, it I yeah, it should. It takes it very. It is treats it completely earnestly and seriously with with all yeah, conviction yeah. of this is what most likely would happen. Everything about it seems realistic to the point of the military work taking about a year to come up with an actual military battle doctrine of how to take on zombie hordes, and it's a very effective uh, mm. manner of basically just forming firing lines, and you. As the horde comes at you, you all fire at the horde until you run out of ammunition and then rotate and uh, to a new line steps up and they continue to fire until they run out of ammunition. And you just keep rotating like that until either you form such a large wall, dead zombies, dead zombies, that you've effectively blocked off the new zombies or, uh, the, or and you run out of ammunition or you run out of zombies. And, and this is after the... The first battle that the military has against the zombies does not go well. And they use mm-hmm. all sorts of modern weapons on it, and no. it doesn't stop them. Yeah. Again, no, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to spoil the book, because again, if you have never read it and you're listening to this, go read World War Z. There's an audio book, sure the too. audio book would be amazing. Yes. And, there's, and there's multiple spinoffs. Um, there's like the zombie yeah. survival guide, you know, tales have, of the yep. uh, old tales where they go back and tell where there were small zombie outbreaks in throughout history and like there's where a that, graphic novel happened. of that actually i'm pretty yes, sure i have that Ooh, um lucky but how the ever oh, world God. war z the book is excellent then the movie was okay. mm, this is my rant then <laughs> <laughs> some feckless soulless morally corrupt people decided hey zombies are big right now let's get some names this is a popular book about movies let's make a movie about it but you know what we're gonna put some really big super names in it but 
you know, this brilliant source material that it's about. We don't need any of that. We don't need to copy any of that or follow any of that or even remotely well, use any of the that. name, then oh. that means nerds show up. The title of the book. Matt so, Just know that the movie World War Z shares only two things in common with the brilliant work of fiction by Max Brooks of World War Z. They share the same name, and they both, on some level, are about a zombie outbreak. And that's it. You can take the movie mm. and throw it in the bin, set it on fire, and then take the bin outside, run it over with a Sherman tank, and then set the remains on fire. That's fine. But go out and watch ah. the book. Go out and read the book. Ignore the movie. Because, oh, and that's, that's another thing I need to rant on. Hmm? <laughs> Alien, did you suggest oh, this boy, just get rant? <laughs> no. don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> fast sure. zombies. Bullshit. There's no such thing as fast zombies. Fast zombies are complete. No, that is not a thing. I refuse to think it is a thing. I will not believe it is a thing. There are no fast zombies. Rant over. Left for there, well, wait, before we get off the topic of the World War Z movie, the one part that I enjoy about that movie is the part where the, the lead scientist that is supposed to save the world slips up the ramp of a of a plane holding a gun and accidentally shoots himself yeah. in the head. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that entire fucking movie. I died laughing. <laughs> I was like, Brooks, did you come back as a zombie? No. Well, no, he shot himself like right in the head. So he was like, yeah, but you said you died laughing. I couldn't let it go. Uh, I, it's, it's my obligatory dad powers. I had to make the joke. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I did pile back, but um, the guy who made made the movies, no, the books. Apologies. Um, even he said talked about how. How he found the movie okay, like it made Matt more or less just give Matt Damon and a shit ton of money. But he did point like two things about it that he himself would have done. One, the scientist accidentally shooting himself because he hmm. admitted admit during Max Brooks admitting during the a San Diego comic convention. That yeah, he probably would have done the same thing in his writing. And two, the part where they bring the um, uh, Israeli guy about how Israel more or less looked at it and went, "Oh shit, zombies are coming!" Make a huge wall, and well, more or less with with it kept. The horde zombies out. I mean, that was that and was he, in the book that happened. Yeah. So yeah, and he wrote about the movie because that was the one they kept, and they kept it very, very, very close to what he wrote. However, the part where all the zombies like piled up to get over the wall was real dumb. I never watched the movie. Yeah, I don't care if I spoil the movie for people. It was in trailers. I never like, watched it. I don't care. No, you I'm don't. Good. I just don't. Yeah, you. You're I, not missing anything. If, with if the it's... comparison is it's slightly worse than Resident Evil movies, I'm good. <laughs> oh God, I, are we gonna talk about those movies? Because no, the those Resident movies Evil movies at least were like kind of cool. Yeah, it's you know, and had that rule of cool. I mean, they were dumb, but they were rule of cool. No, this movie yeah, so was, was just like, bad. Yeah. And I, all right. I want you to take back what you just said about the Resident Evil movies being cool because they're. I not. thought it was Brad Pitt was in World War Z. I didn't think it was Matt Damon. It was Brad Pitt. Oh Matt yes, it Damon. was. Who was saying Matt Damon? Matt Damon was in the Martian. Yeah, he was going to science the fuck out of this. Shit. Is, is is there a is there a movie where there's like zombies on Mars? Uh, there is Ghost yeah, on Mars. Yes, Mars. the terrible fucking movie. I think it had T Pain in it. I'm sorry. What? Yes. Ghost of what? T-Pain was... No, sorry, sorry, sorry. In a movie? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. No, that makes sense, because Ice Cube is... Well, oh, no, I'm thinking of Ice-T, who was in Tank Girl, which was hilarious. He was one of the kangaroo 
mutants. Yes, the Rippers. That was on the other night, and I was like watching this, and I was like, "This movie is an acid trip." Tank Girl, next watch party. I'm good. All right. I, all right. I've never. I thought heard I was going to show some of the weird shit. <laughs> it's pretty out there. I'd show anyway. you my weird shit, but I don't want you guys to think less of me for it. Mm, nah, no, no judgment here. This is no, if you saw, if you know what I was thinking about, you probably would be like, "What the fuck?" I nah. can't talk about it on the air. Okay. So, There's certain websites I've found where it's just like, oh, okay. I, I have seen just as bad. Don't worry. No, I have, I have a okay. story to tell you guys. Okay. But oh. <laughs> so, yeah. zombies. Yeah. Um, I do find it funny that zombie movies have become cliche. Like the idea of oh, zombies are a, uh, in terms of like a media of like oh, it's it's an overwhelming number, and the the downfall of humans is the tedium associated with it. The boring side of war, basically. Huh. And, yeah. Yeah, no, now zombie movies are uh another one. Let's make a zombie romance movie now. Yes. They've done they, that. They did. They did that. Uh what's it, uh, like beating heart thing or whatever? Uh beating yeah. heart or warm heart, I, something like that. Yeah, warm warm bodies, I think the warm name body that's it. Well, yeah, that, yeah, I I saw the trailers for that. I was like, that <laughs> I saw the trailer for that. I was like, wow, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. That, all right, I'll I'll add that to the list of stuff I don't need to see in my lifetime. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, look look at the fact that now it's become such a trope that now you have movies that are essentially parodying zombies, such as Zombieland, where they simply make a joke. Of it, like you know, well, this is how you survive in the zombie apocalypse. You know, you got a double tap, you got a this, you got a that. Uh, I mean, they the, uh, the zombies are they make it a joke of it. Hang on, Zombie Land was two thousand and nine, and fifteen years ago. <laughs> they did make and? It cool. I, I don't wait. How many years ago was it? Thirteen. I am talking yeah. about the greater okay. zombie thing. Yes, I realized that The Walking Dead didn't premiere until around 2010, 2011, and that's when the real zombie thing kicked off. I, the modern zombie movement. I get that. <laughs> I, the uh, timing is just funny. Uh, that's all. Of like, you know, the modern things from 13 years ago. I just can't get over how old, old that hey, movie for is. me, that okay. is modern. You're rocking in your 30s, Chris. <laughs> You're rocking in your... I'm really glad I'm drinking right now. <laughs> It's an existential crisis of a podcast. Not the right oh, one. Oh, speaking of, there, there's a speaking of zombies and uh, alcohol. There's a music video that is really fun by the band Red Fang for their song "Blood Like Cream," where it's basically all these undead zombies, but they're not after brains; they're after beer. Oh, it's oh. They, they, they attack the PBR guy. It's it's very tragic. We're, it's, okay, I have I have a very important question to ask. Were the yeah. zombies German? No, no. Although I do like the idea of like lederhosen zombies. <laughs> zombies. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that, but okay. I hear polka music. Run! <laughs> yeah, you hear Goosting and polka. Time to go. <laughs> Goosting and polka. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be my prog rock band. Yeah, that's an entirely different oh. movie. That's a matter of fact, there was a comic book called War of the Undead, a uh, little indie comic that came out in the uh, mid 90s, maybe. Yeah, I think where the uh, both sides, particularly originally started by the, by the Nazis, start creating armies of zombies to try to stem the tide of uh, fight, continue fighting World War Two. Oh my god, I can't believe that we almost didn't get the Nazi zombies as a topic for this because of, like, I mean, just Call of Duty alone, I mean, that's just something in and of itself is just how big a thing that is in Call of Duty is Nazi zombies. Have any of you seen the movie Sucker Punch? I have, yes. The very first first section of it where you've got the steampunk Nazi uh, zombies. Yeah, they're they're that's what I was saying about, like, being reanimated by technology, you know? That's, That's another example I was thinking of. Hmm. Left for Dead. Oh, um, I love it. Very, very fun game. Yeah. That's yeah. 
Do you guys play with the Teletubby mod on for the regular zombies? Because it makes the game so much more interesting. No, I don't put stupid no. mods what, on my mod? shit. I'm a boring... Oh, come on. You gotta have fun with it's it. It's not for Yeah, dang. I fucking love the game. Why do I need to make it dumb? Because Ooh. it just makes it more fun to play. Like, nothing's more terrifying than walking into a dark room and you just hear, like, Teletubbies off in the distance. <laughs> like, it adds so much Hello. to the horror. Or, or you okay. just walk into a room and you see a bunch of zombies that are Kermit the Frog, Shrek, and Look, uh, you guys Sonic have the Hedgehog. Very different fears. Look, Jay, my favorite weapon in Left 4 Dead is the frying pan because of the noise that it makes. All right, that should tell you everything you need to know about me as a person. <laughs> like, playing. Mm-hmm. If if you think that that's the small, the dumbest thing I have modded, I can promise you, there's worse. <laughs> That doesn't yeah. mean I'm... All right. Yes to jockey. I have an interesting question. All right. Let's all treat this with, with the seriousness that it deserves. Oh, seriousness boy. on this podcast? All right. I mean, all right. I'll try. Just, just bear with me. <laughs> it happens. The zombie apocalypse breaks out. There's zombies everywhere. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, I see. This is where we're going. <laughs> All right. Oh boy, well, Jay, you don't have to. Your answer Sweet. is done. You don't have to answer the next part. All right. A. What's your first move? B. How do you zombie-proof your dwelling? And what and what kind of dwelling do you have? Uh, I am see, not staying in my current dwelling. See, for me personally, much. for me personally, first thing I do is get away from any major population zone. Because you're going to have a high uh, concentration of zombies or people, yeah. right? I'm going to take whatever provisions and firearms, weapons I can carry, and I'm going to go find one of those high tension power line towers. The two right? on the 44 kilovolt ones. Yeah, you know the ones that are like several, a couple of the, hundred feet tall. The metal ones, right? The, with the wide hips. Right. Right. Like with some wide hips yep. on my towers. Yeah, I'm gonna scale that gonna bad die. boy with with any lumber, whatever I can get, and I'm going to build a lattice network across that midsection, and I'm gonna slowly uh, build essentially a treehouse. So, Alien, I have a question. Have, do mm -hmm. you have any training in mm -hmm. high voltage? I'm not gonna go near the power line. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just. I'm talking about half. I'm going halfway oh. up. I'm leaving the power lines right where they are. I'm not going oh, near those mm -hmm. fuckers. I, I, I'm just going to go halfway up, and I'm going to build me a little treehouse bunker about 50 feet up in the air um, where the zombies can't get me. Then I'm going to go find me some bamboo, and I'm going to... Where gonna, are you going to find bamboo? There's a shit ton of bamboo around where I live, huh. sir. Grows wild where people have planted it. By the and, high, by, by the major highway in several spots. All right, never mind. I take that. I'm going to dig it up. I'm going to plant that bamboo in concentric circles, going around <laughs> in a spiral pattern around my said tower. Not only is this bamboo going to provide me with building materials, easy to make like spears and weapons that I can plant in the ground that it can impale said in, in uh, zombie hordes, but also as they wander in, if that bamboo grows thick enough, it's going to be. A deterrent of them coming too close to me and if they do manage to wander in it's going to kind of funnel them into like these little corridors where i could just go through and quickly and so easily wait, kill step them two is punji traps yes yeah <laughs> that's what i was thinking of punji pits. plenty of worded uh you know actual right. sign saying warning trap oh i'm not worried about that but if you wander into my territory that's on you it's every man for himself. All right, you've put way started, and I have no respect. I do like how you just casually. That's the same hoarder or survivalist mentality of I'm going to just survive on my own. No, you can't. No, yeah, you that that was always the, that's always the fun question of can you build a house? Fuck yeah, no. Days? Nope. Didn't have to be days. I got no, all the time don't. in the world. Not if there were zombies around and you need food that's always the thing like yeah okay that you you are assuming, mr j that i do not have 
already a store of non-perishables in my domicile, enough of which that I could carry in a in a couple of different, you know, packs or roughly a, satchels or what have you. Need roughly a pound of that last, like just as I have enough non-perishables and things that I could survive for probably a couple of months. Hey, and I'm just thinking of that that one episode of King of the Hill where uh, Dale builds the the doomsday bunker full of supplies, and then the hamsters get out that he was going to re- have repopulate and use for food, and they chew through like the 55 gallon drum of soda he has and just flood the basement. I yeah. just imagine that's what's going to happen when you go for your perishables. <laughs> No, just, the thing is, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have any hamsters. Oh, I'm gonna have so no. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot and eat squirrels. There's a shit ton of squirrels where I live. Does that even give you all the protein and nutrients? Because even I, with... I feel like you were underestimating the challenge of the things that you're planning. I'm, I'm gonna go. The, the thing is, you supplement your squirrel diet with lentils because lentils are a superfood, and they've got pretty much everything you need. Yeah, let me just pull some lentils out of my ass and grow them. Ah, see, there's the trick. Water. You gotta have, yeah, you have to have dried stores of lentils. Water. I have well, thirty thousand pounds of lentils. That's where, fortunately, near me, there's a couple of uh, rip, uh, of streams and things that actually flow underneath Man. said towers. Plot twist: the lentils turn you into zombies. Or just it's, it's full of dead body <laughs> lentil zombie. The issue is always you don't got water, and if you do have access to fresh water. How long? You get a body in there. You there's. Yeah, it gets a little bit like, or if someone else takes that water upstream, or shits in it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a page from my man Bear Grylls and be like, better drink my own pee. Or you can do that. Or hear me out. All you need is a tarp and some rain and hope. Yeah. Lots and pr- lots Proud. of prayers. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying I'm guaranteed to survive. I'm just saying I've got. See that for the Justin thing. I, I think you're underestimating the challenge you're in for. I really yeah, do. And, and you need you know other people to help the vibers so you can survive in a group. Yeah, you're going you're, to listen. You play dwarf and I'm going oh, to no, laugh at it. No, you're not. You're going to be dead already. Where? In Wyoming? Goes? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. probably the yeah. best one of all of us, honestly. It's like, yeah. oh, there's zombies? Oh, I can see them coming. They're like two days away. You're just still <laughs> yeah. waiting for them. That's a good way. Way. I see it they're so fucking flat. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear that zombies yeah. are coming. Yeah, well... You're going to hear about it, and it's gonna, you're going to wait I, three days, and you'll be like, oh, look, something new is happening. You're gonna yeah. see the zombies, yeah. and by the time they get to you, you're gonna have a fence <laughs> built. Like, yeah. Or even better, if they come at you during this, you know, eight months of winter that you have out there, they're gonna freeze along the way, and you can just like go out on a walk on a on a nice day. And as you see the frozen zombies, you can just like take your bat with, capitate them as you go. There you go. Yeah. If I can, you know, make it that far out, because again, cold. Like technically, Wyoming has where's the Alaska. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yep. So, so more really, of, you've only got to worry about the zombie apocalypse for a while. Mama didn't raise no quitter. Sure, hope not. That's what I say. Mama also said, do, do stupid shit or you'll get stupid reward. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Okay. So I'm going to try to plan like this crazy survivor, Les Stroud survivor man shelter in a high tension power uh, tower. Jay's just going to shoot himself immediately oh, and give up. Don't assume I have a gun. Um, okay. Yeah, okay, don't be a, gonna... a solution. Okay, so Jay's going to end himself. Uh, Crispy, what's your plan? Um, My plan is probably smoke some crystal meth, grab a chainsaw, put on the doom music, and go to town. I don't know. I don't, I've honestly been sitting here trying to think of a more elaborate plan, but it's like I'd, I'd have to think about it for way longer than this podcast and make like a PowerPoint um, yeah, I'd I'd have to say I, the I, same thing. I don't. I'd... I there's a place where I would go, but the problem is that um, 
it's not that it's it's well it's not outside of any towns or anything it's like closer to civilization so if you're going for remoteness you're not going to get it there and also there's no uh water or anything to this location so that would be a problem um so i don't know where i don't know i'd have to really think about that but really i'd want to go somewhere remote and just kind of hold up there with people bring supplies and like grow your own food and things or or just stick with my like tweaking out and chainsaw routine because that sounds like fun you'll you'll probably be quick but you know you I know, have a weight in Valhalla. You, you take just enough Shiny. fentanyl. Oh, yes. Look, I, all I'm saying is, like, I have a vest of grenades on, and when the zombies get close enough to me, I'm pulling that pin. Oh, <laughs> you're taking the Bobo way out. Oh, yeah. I am a weighted in Valhalla. That's, that's, like I said, I'm going to spray my mouth with chrome and be like, let's fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> Witness me. Exactly. <laughs> I will make some explosive speeds. Now, that would be an interesting crossover. Mad Max meets Day of the Walking Dead. I don't uh, I don't think game. there's any difference. Oh. Uh, well, is one has radiation and cars is would, would they just be Black Dead Rising? That probably would origin. be just Dead Rising. I mean yeah. It gets Mad Maxing up with the weapons you make in Dead Rising. It's like I have duct taped these chainsaws to this pole, and now I have, <laughs> and then electrified them using a car battery. Yes, yes. I now you have combined hammer and an axe to make the hammer axe that can split someone I, in half. I have made yeah. a lightsaber. Okay, question, y'all. Um. Yeah. Do make your own like version of the zombie apocalypse. Oh okay. Nano machine so, son. Okay. As in a uh, zombie apocalypse setting or like if I was a mad scientist? Uh uh wise. Okay. Um, either either uh, the base of the zombies or these or the setting of of that responds to zombies. Okay. Um, because I do actually have my favorite zombie setting, uh, which I still love, and I still actually want to do some more stuff with it. With it, um, Red Markets. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. I'm so glad you didn't say no, Delta Green. Delta Green doesn't. <laughs> no, I was worried. <laughs> I was like, "What are you planning?" Well, we could Jay? probably run some Red Markets later. <laughs> uh, but Red Markets. What's is, Red Market? It is a post-apocalyptic, right. half-apocalyptic uh, setting. Um, zombies happen, it's caused by blight, these black, icker, horrifically crazy madness things. Um, when you initially get infected, you are a fast zombie until your body dies, in which case you just fall down on the ground and you wait, and then you get up later as a slow zombie. See, I like that yep. actually, because that kind of makes yes. some sense. The you know. one, yeah, the yeah, one that... thing that it doesn't do. It doesn't do um, running water of all things, um, hmm. yeah. Just for some uh, something a part of it, which how what happens with the setting is the United States fell, but only the west half of the Mississippi, and the players are in the west half. So oh it is. Aren't you? Oh, I think I remember this. Uh, was it that? Wasn't that the whole thing? Is you're now trying to. The world has ended, but capitalism still reigns. Yes. And it's going on to the grind. Yes. You're playing takers. Um, capitalism. Capitalism correct. never changes. Because the, the income, <laughs> the, the money is bounty, which is driver's license. Oh, my God. So you're going out, um, killing zombies, dig, rooting around in their pockets, fi hopefully finding um, driver's license, and then selling them. Then that, oh God! That turns into money I because hate it. the United hate States it. government needs to know exactly who died. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, God. I, 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 man, this just reminds me of uh, the D twenty zombies game I played in in college. That was a lot of fun. What made it fun was that if you died in the game, it was permadeath, meaning that you you were out like permanently for the game. And like, take the players out. Yeah. Well, yeah, because people, it was like. 
you know, all of us had classes and things. So it was basically the idea to, to make it more interesting. It's like if you die in the game, you're out permanently for the, for yep, the game. For as long as the game. If you die in real hmm. Die in the game, you're dead. You die in real life. Darkest dungeon. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, that made the game so much more like intense. Like there was one point where I almost died in the game because it was me and another guy that we had gotten bit, and you basically had to do rolls to see if you'd got turned or not. I passed mine, and he didn't, and he was like Ooh. handcuffed to something, and I was like chained to a bed. And he snapped out of his handcuffs and was coming for me. And I'm trying to hold him off, like, yelling for the rest of the party as they're, like, upstairs looking at a Best Buy or something where they were, they were planning on raiding. And I'm just like, hey! <laughs> but uh, they actually ended up hearing me and fa- saying me, thank goodness. But, yeah, that, that game was a lot of fun. <sighs> that sounds fun. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. My favorite zombie setting... Shaun of the Dead. Love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. great one. I Man, think we can talk about zombies for a while. Shaun yeah. of the Dead is hilarious. And my favorite part is how at the end, even though his best friend got bit, he locks him up in the garden shed and still goes out and plays video games with him. And they find uses for zombies, putting them to work as like, you know, pushing shopping carts, Capitalism. Uh, you know, doing long maintenance. Yeah, just just doing lot like literally figuring out a way to how to make you know zombies part of the workforce because they're essentially free labor. Capitalism never dies. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that that part I always thought was kind of yeah. fucked up. And especially with people's families who goes, "That's my son. You have enslaved for a party game." Maybe they're dead. Who knows? Maybe it's like if you can't claim the the dead person, then it's like, well, we're gonna have them pull shopping carts at Costco. Hey, they pay those boys a good fair wage in brains. (laughs) Now that's a that's a question I have. Does it have to be human brains? Could you feed zombies pigs' brains or calves' brains? What? I mean, there's been instances of zombies going for animals, so I don't see why not. They just eat whatever's there. It depends on the setting, right? Yeah. It depends on yeah. the setting yeah. and how people write it, yeah. I guess. I know in that like very first episode of Walking Dead when Rick rides the horse into Atlanta, like oh, the that horse, fall upon that horse just ripped it apart. Yeah. God, Walking... God. The Walking Dead comics were so good. Kind of glad that they ended it how they did. They were so much better. Um... But yeah, we don't have yeah. to rehash that. Yeah, I mean, it began and ended with um, oh, who was the sheriff um, cop guy? Rick. 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 Yeah, it began with Rick on a day him waking up from a coma, and it ended with his death. Oh wow. Well, then it did like like a prelude after of of um his son. Uh, God, what's his name? Coral. 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 Um, It ended with Carl and a girl who died at the farm. Yeah, she didn't die in the comic. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, she she lived and then got into a relationship with Carl and then they, you know, had kids. Rick also around uh ch- chapter or whatever three or four lost one of his hands yeah uh, in the comic apparently the uh the author yeah. didn't actually like that but i liked it i thought it made it interesting yeah i thought it was great oh and what Mich- and what michonne did to the governor in retribution in the comic was brutal i think she should just kill the son of a bitch and just move on Agreed, but you know, spoilers for a comic that's been out for like fifteen years. Jesus, it's mm. that old. God, I do, I do fucking love what they did with um. Oh, who's the guy that came after the governor? Negan. I, 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 I am. I just love what they did with Negan in the comic. Fuck the show. I don't care about the show. 
No idea. Didn't watch the show after about yeah, season three. Same. Don't know. Don't care. The people who watch the show are fucking idiots. They need just read the comments. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. If you love the show, that's perfectly fine. Yes, everyone's allowed to enjoy what they Everyone's allowed to have an opinion, even if it's wrong. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What else do you need? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah, it's just the amount of times people go, wait, it was a comic? Just astounds me. Well, that's uh, what, that's what, I mean, I could get be a whole other episode about fandoms in that in that yeah. regard. Oh yeah, that's what um, I like to call a casual. Fucking mm-hmm. normies! Normies get out. <laughs> no, all are welcome here. We're not judging. Yeah, I mean, we're judging a little bit, but it's okay. What's the zombie movie on neckbeards? Like, ugh. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh God, the neckbeard b- bites you, and you become a ultra nerd. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, uh, no, thank you. I would kill me. <laughs> just be like, kill Didn't me. They make a movie in the late '90s about that, about like nerds on their way to like a Star Wars convention. Yeah, I think it was. That would be fun. fun. Yeah. Oh, all right. See, they, we need to make a movie, and this could be our movie. There is. Awesome. There is an app that you can, you know, share and just Google Docs it. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Um, we are starting to get to the end of the time. There's no way I can uh, ask it. Maze, what's your favorite what's your favorite mechanic for um zombies? Be set in I don't know. Spread. I, have I no like idea. the straight up honest to God bite. It's nice. It's nice and simple, and you don't have to do a whole bunch of bullshit behind it. Oh. Honestly, prefer um, Game of Thrones necromancy, or just necromancy in general. I still like the idea of reanimating with machinery. I forgot about a zombie setting that I love. What? Um, I don't remember what year it came out, but it's a Stephen King novel. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's called Cell, where... A, it, he never explains it, which makes it better. Some sort of signal goes out through in the entire world through all the cell phone. Uh, and if you pick up a cell phone, if you were using a cell phone or at this point you pick up one, it essentially fries your brain, and turns you into a zombie. Oh, I'm, oh it, I think I know this movie. Yeah, well, I don't know about it. I don't know if they ever made a movie. The book was there brilliant. was a movie like that, and so. You've got like these small number of people who kind of figure out what's going on and throw away their cell phones, trying to navigate this world of these cell phone zombies, basically that are all being controlled by this signal. So, um, it was very well done. Another, this is a super weird one. I never, I saw it once, and I never managed to figure out what the fuck was going on, or like I, I forgot about it. So anyway. It is a French uh, movie. Well, it's a Canadian movie where the zombie virus is spread via English. So, yes. What? So, of course, the French would come up with a movie yes, like they, that. Of course, it was no, from France. It's Quebec. <laughs> it's, like, this English man, this English it's Quebecian. It's yeah, and so the yeah, of course, oh, it's yes, from even worse. So it's that's that the uh, French government, the sorry, the Canadian government knew about it, which is why they're promoting French. And it was actually a very good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, it the main character was in like, um, like he was a radio announcer, and the entire uh, zombie apocalypse happened while they're just in the studio. They're just reporting on stuff. It's hmm. a bunch of. I really. Like my um my one room movies, that I just randomly found it on Netflix, and I don't have any fucking clue on anything else. I think I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, one room or closed closet or one room movies do sometimes. Well, when they're done right, they're yeah. good. Helps deal with the claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal favorite mechanic of explaining zombies is just necromancy. 
not a whole lot of people do it. I find it more believable than bites because the human jaw is not meant to bite things. It's meant to no, chew it can and skin. keep something. Okay, now you now you've also crossed my line between zombies. If you're using necromancy, you're now you're talking about the undead, which is not yes. zombies. Yes, and I'm fully and I fully embrace this. Um wait, are you talking about oh, evil? By the way, the movie the, third. the, the movie about the uh, the geeks on their way to Star Wars thingy is Fanboys from 2009, which is about some Star Wars fanatics taking a cross-country trip to Skywalker Ranch to try to get their dying friend in to see a screening of Star Wars Episode One before it comes out. Oh, oh. that must have been sad. Oh. Anyone had to watch Episode One? All I have to say is this is pod racing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. the podcast. <laughs> it's working! It's working! Oh. Wizard. Well, I there goes Crispy. I hate all of you so yeah, much right done. now. Stop right. any, any final, final, final thoughts? Just Living think that uh huh. Another one they accidentally made about Star Wars. Yeah, okay. <laughs>